WTEL podcasts are powered by Stanley Steamer Air Duct Cleaning, Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Well, looking ahead to our November general election, now under a month away, can you believe it? Not exactly a lot of suspense in statewide Delaware races, or so the conventional wisdom goes. Maybe, with one exception, we'll be discussing. And a few legislative races could be barn burners, however. Longtime Delaware political observer Rich Heffron, former president of Delaware State Chamber of Commerce, but of course uh, followed politics in Wilmington and Dover for years and years and years, not to make you too dated rich, but... Uh, I, I guess the question is the blue wave, the Democrats, and whether even someone like the one Republican office holder statewide, Ken Simpler, could be in trouble. Uh, yeah, if there is a blue wave, and if it's large enough, uh, you know, he could. Uh, I mean, he's popular. Uh, he is. Um, you know, I think people generally like him. Uh, but uh, you know, when there's a, a large blue wave, which is still just to be determined. He could, uh, you know, all of a sudden find out he's in trouble. Yeah. You know, fault of his own, just people going and um, a Democrat. Well, certainly we've seen the trend, I know, from interviewing voters uh, 20, 25 years ago. People were almost proud to report their ticket splitting, and now uh, not so much. I'm more proud to say I voted straight D or uh, voted straight R. I want to teach them a lesson, them, the the other side, whatever it is. Uh, I guess then, uh, again, the extent of the blue wave uh, that then depends, uh, determines whether some of these Republican office holders in state legislative districts that so far have kept their seats will be able to yeah, retain them. Yeah. I think any Republicans downstate, uh, you know, are fine. And matter of fact, you might see a red wave down there, which would uh, obviously be the Ken Simpler's advantage. Uh, but up, if you're going to have one, where it'll be is in the suburban districts uh, from. Uh, Brandywine Hundred over through uh, Newark, and uh, we're talking about you know uh, Greg Lavelle Senate Fourth Senate District and the Twelfth District Debbie Hudson Twenty First Mike Ramon, then the Open Twenty Second uh, District uh, seat uh, where um, uh, we have uh, Smith uh, as a Republican candidate Mike Smith is running against uh, a woman by the name of Gonzalez. So if if you're going to see it anywhere, this is where you'll see it. Uh, there's no guarantee that's what's going to happen. But I, I think they're probably the only seats right now, if you looked at, that might change uh, change parties. A lot of seats are going to change hands because of retirement. But right. They'd be the seats that uh, would, would change parties. I think it'd be hard to beat Hudson in that district. Uh, Mike Smith has worked pretty hard, and he's had Joe Murrow's support. Uh, and I think Greg Lavelle's worked pretty hard. So uh, they're going to be interesting races to watch, though. Yeah, uh, of course, the ones in Brandywine have uh, tended to portray themselves as independent-thinking Republicans and uh, not necessarily hard right on every issue and all that. Yeah. And But, of course, you get to the nuance of someone coming to a, a, a polling spot and just wanting to vote straight party. Yeah, and it's going to be, uh, you know, the, the, the argument is that women, uh, especially moderate uh, women, either Democrats or Republicans or independents, are going to vote uh, Democrat. Uh, this year, we're going to even be through the whole Kavanaugh thing. We're going to now. We'll see. Uh, some of that may have changed. Uh, it, it appears that in certain states, Republicans have made a, a comeback. This is a blue state. Uh, you know, I, if if they make a comeback, we'll probably save uh, save some seats. Outside of that, I don't think a lot's going to change as far as the parties. It hasn't for years. We haven't seen a real switch since uh, 2008. So. 
uh, I don't expect uh, this uh, a huge uh, switch, but but you don't know. It would be hard for, for all four of these seats to switch, but but uh, you know if it's going to happen, this is where it will happen. Of course, Republicans are arguing uh, if you want someone uh, independent to uh, checkmate the ruling party, then vote R, for example, for state auditor. Uh, yeah, that that would be the argument, and I think that's a, and it is it's a valid argument. The, the problem with the, the seats like state auditor, state treasurer, state trust, people really don't know what they do. I don't know how much attention they pay to their seats. Um, you know, uh, like I said, Ken, Ken Simple is popular. Uh, people do know him. He's been in office. But I'm not sure how well. And like I said, he, I mean, he, I would expect him to win, but if there's a blue wave, all of a sudden everything gets washed away. Now, to the advantage of any statewide Republican candidate, and him in particular, is in city of Wilmington, there are really no races there. So there's no real reason for people to come out and vote unless they're right. uh, just want to vote. Because the Democratic uh, primary was tantamount to winning the general election. I get that. And, uh, right. We'll just have to see. I mean, I know from interviewing voters, if you ask someone after he or she voted, well, uh, tell me for whom you voted, uh, they'll mention names typically at the top of the ballot, like U.S. Senator or U.S. Rep or Governor if it's up, obviously President if it's a presidential election, and then they might uh, mention a local legislative race. As you suggest, what gets lost in between typically are some of those uh, mid-level statewide positions and, well, of course, some of the road positions. And, and you know, we've had the discussion for years, debate, should those, all those positions be appointed? That there's no reason for them to be elected. You know, we haven't gotten there yet. Uh, it may happen at some time, but we're not there yet. Okay, and the other thing, I've noted in 30-plus years of covering Delaware elections, once upon a time, it was just a given if you asked candidates to debate, everybody would agree. Let me see a show of hands. You're all agreeing. Oh, yeah, we'll schedule the, the, the debate. And there were some exceptions. Uh, we certainly had uh, Senator Roth, who limited himself to really one broadcast debate and uh, videoed it so you could say it was a TV debate when it really wasn't, and other little tricks over the years. But basically, everybody agreed to debate. I remember Mike Castle, you know, in the age when... You knew he was going to win, and he went out of his way to come back from Washington and debate Jake Kreshtul, for example. But what we're seeing increasingly now is candidates who are severely limiting their debates or are deciding not to agree to a debate. Uh, yeah, it, and it's it's changed the last couple of years. I think, in particular this year, uh, you know, that if you're way ahead, not whether you want to debate your opponent, you're only giving your opponent uh, some some visibility. Um, that's that's one reason why. Uh, the other reason, at least at the top of the ticket, the Senate race and, and the uh, uh, House race. You know, they're little, the one the House the Republican House candidate, Republicans want to own him, but he says some really some things that are really off the wall, and you really want to get in the room and debate with the person who's going to uh, do that. Um, I can see why uh, why Rochester would want to do that. Also, um, you know, that, that I think Harper, one, he's far ahead, but two, it, it's, it's gotten a little bitter, especially with some of these commercials. I think that, you know, that, that bothers him, the, the, the ones from the drug companies, and then there was the one on the Kavanaugh. I think that bothers him, and, and he, I would, I don't know this, but I suspect he uh, thinks his opponent has, may have something to do with it. There's at least have knowledge of it, and he just doesn't want to get in the room with with his opponent and get into that kind of a uh, discussion. I, I, you know, I don't know. 
the, the fact that he's up 35, 36 points, something like that, you know, just why bother? It's not just, yeah. You know. Well, except for a rare uh, television debate, uh, face it, right. a majority of voters, uh, very few of them right. re- rely on them to make their decisions, no. which I think is no. regrettable, but it is. Yeah, yeah it, it's, that's true. Very few do. I'll leave it there. Thank you. Uh, Thank once you. again, Rich Heffron, longtime political observer, of course, longtime state president, Delaware State Chamber, here on WDEL.